0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code Wrestling2XPod. Again, the code Wrestling2XPod. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay.
0: Hello,
3: WWE
2: Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast.
3: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao coming to you on our exclusive audio-only episodes. It's the first one we're doing for 2021. We haven't really done this in a while. I think the last time we did one of these was with, I don't know, Thunder Rosa, Tamaba. It's been a while.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. See si, you know, see si Carlo. Oh,
3: yeah. Carlo Pamintuan of ESPN5, Yeah. That was the last audio-only one we did for, for last year. For this year, we're bringing it back because we've got guests that we can talk to again outside of the normal wrestling talk that we do on Kumu every week. And for this episode, we've got Butch Mapa on the podcast. And he's a Filipino comic book artist who has worked on on The Avengers, basically, on, uh, on, on brands like Marvel. So it's really a big deal whenever we find the Filipinos who are able to represent us on the global stage. And Butch will get to talk to us all about that. He's also a huge fan and he's done some commissions and pinups related to wrestling. So he'll tell us a story about how he got involved into comics and how his love for wrestling is able to transition over into his work.
2: I just want to say, real quick, as a comic book fan and as a wrestling fan, it's such a insightful interview with Butch Mappa, right. who tells us about how to get into the comic book industry, what it takes, etc. And you know, I did a uh, a Slack Flex. I did a I did a <laughs> comic book episode with our friend Rob Chan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can knock that. Uh, he also talked to us about the local comic book industry. <laughs> Fast Cloud, which is available on Spotify. But then at the same time, much goes in depth on uh, the larger international market. So, again, but I'm going about getting into comic books, what it takes, and how the cycle is.
0: We should have Rob in the show. <laughs> wonder why we don't do problems. Yeah, he is a wrestling
3: fan. Oh, <laughs> My favorite takeaway from this episode, which you guys will get to hear in a bit, is how he was able to draw these parallelisms between how you come up in wrestling and how you come up in the comic book industry. And it's really symbolic of the hustle that you need to succeed in either industry. Now let's get to the main event of the show. Here's Butch Mappa on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's been a while since we last did these audio-only episodes of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And what we've done, one of our New Year's resolutions, is to really save it for your special guests. That way, these audio-only episodes become extra special as well. So for the first audio-only episode for 2021, we've got Filipino comic book artist Butch Mapa joining us. He's a huge wrestling fan, and his love for wrestling has actually made its way into his work. We're going to talk all about that first, Butch. Welcome to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And can you introduce yourself a little bit for our listeners who may not be familiar with the name or the face, but may have seen your work in, in different media?
1: Um, Alright. Hey, uh, nice to meet you guys. Nice to uh, hello to all the listeners uh, out there. Yeah, I'm Butch Mapa. I'm mostly a comic artist. That's probably how how anyone would 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 see me online would be in in that function. So I've been drawing comic books for God, I don't know, like maybe more than a decade by now. So I've been around, but not not like we have our our, our comic book industry representatives in the Philippines in terms of the art like got, we have so many successful and, and amazing talents who I consider my friends but in terms of my own place in comics I, I would say I'm at the like for for wrestling I'd be at the maybe the ROH level like in the in terms of like like fame or notoriety I guess uh, uh,
0: sure. like an indie indie talent that that's been around a while I would say Impact because you're, you're kind of doing Marvel stuff and, you know, make cross over there, right? With impact and AEW and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's uh, that's probably <laughs> the, my biggest
0: gig that I've landed. So
1: it's one of those things where it, it took so many years to get to become an overnight success or whatever. I, I've drawn a few issues of something called Marvel Action Avengers, which is sort of like a, like a young adult, middle grade Version of the Avengers comics. That's probably my the biggest like notch in my belt, so to speak.
3: How did you get into comic book, uh, in, into comic art, and just being an illustrator and an artist in general?
1: You know how I guess all of us as children we like to we like to doodle, right? like to draw things. You know when when I remember being young and and there'd be like assignments like, oh wow, draw what you want to be. So I I draw like, oh I want to be a scientist. I want to be a doctor I'll draw like an astronaut I just never stopped drawing I guess so eventually I got good enough at it and and I have like so many like notebooks where the the you know, the start would be like notes and then towards the end starting at the back you'd have doodles <laughs> and then you'd meet at the middle it's the same you're like oh sh- I ran out of I ran out of space because it's just it's just lots of drawings of wolverine or whatever so that that's that's how I got into into art in general, and then like in terms of comic books, that's mostly because of my, probably because of my brother, I guess, because my brother, oh my brothers, both of them, I guess, they used to buy like, like comic books like back in the day, like during you know your X Men or or Teen Titans or whatever, and I, yeah, so I, obviously I was into art anyway. Back then we 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 didn't have cable or. <laughs> or or Netflix so when when you weren't watching cartoons you're like oh what else can I do that's kind of similar and it's like oh look comic books and uh yeah that's so that's how I got into that how did you turn pro?
3: Because you know a lot of kids, diba, they they did exactly what you described. Now they'll be doodling on their own notebooks and exploring the art. Pero a lot of people would also say, na, oh, that's a creative field, eh. So hindi kakikitag jan, but it's typical Filipino yeah. mindset. So how did you turn pro? And how did you, I, I guess, push, push aside the stigma of elder generations against the creative pursuits?
1: Oh sure, pro- well of course I never stopped. Like I said, I never stopped drawing. And it was always one of the thing, one of those things, in the during college, because I studied business economics in college, so nothing to do with 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 comic books, with drawing. Even though, again, <laughs> straight into college, I was I was using up all, all, all of my 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 notebooks for for artwork. And then after graduating, I was like, okay, I guess I'll give it a shot. Like, I guess I had sort of a gap year, one of those deals, and I was like. I had enough support I guess from my family that I could I could try it. So I tried it. And I remember going to job interviews for I don't know, advertising companies or <laughs> or or banks or whatever and then we'd talk about it. of course they'd try to get to know you and and stuff and then towards the end they'd be like, "You know, you you talk more about comic books than you did about about what we what we <laughs> want here, so maybe you should <laughs> give that a try." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So, yeah, I I just tried it and, and just very fortunate enough that I was able to, to make a living out of it and I never really
0: had to stop. I mean, I noticed that you seem to have no formal training in art. Yes. Is, is that fair to say?
1: Absolutely fair. Uh, I took like some summer course like a long time ago and other than that, well, that's a beautiful thing about art and especially comic books, like they're not. Going to look for? Did you graduate with this degree or or whatever? You did you take this course? It's just literally what marks you can put down on paper, or you know, and that's it. And that's what they, the editors or your clients, will judge you on. So uh, again, just very, very lucky. So for Marvel, which you work for now, I know that they have a very
2: stringent application process of of submitting sample after sample before you finally get the job. Is this through? And how long did it take you to get a job with one of the largest comic book companies in the world?
1: Right, okay, so just to, it's, it's kind of a weird situation where my direct boss is the folks at IDW, which is a smaller company. I don't know exactly why, but Marvel decided a few years ago to license out their younger audience properties or, or rather, their their properties for younger audiences to another company, another a direct competitor, to be honest. So what? How I got in through there was, I honestly, I just emailed some, like the 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 main, and you know, if, if there there any people who are interested in in making a career out of comic books, I just blind emailed some samples I did to the the company email address. This was like twenty. 2011 2012 like a long time ago and the the guy who replied was like uh at the time maybe an intern or like an assistant editor and he was someone who replied he said you know good job nice work so i remember i got, I got his email contact from that and we just kept up a relationship for the next i don't know six seven years uh, and then finally i, I guess he's like okay this guy's still Sending me emails, sending me artwork. He, I guess he's serious about this. <laughs> I'll give him a shot. And again, just very lucky. I'm like, uh, he emails me out of the blue. And he's like, do you want to work on an issue of Avengers? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me check. Wow. No, she, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so we'll, we'll have you for a few issues. Can you do a cover? I'm like, yes, yes. You know, it's like it, it, it was like, the, like a huge break for me previous to that I, I i worked for smaller companies and and other clients you know uh other marvel license licensees source licensees whatever i worked a little i had a little bit of experience with that just doing all kinds of things so yeah that that's but but if you want to to get into act marvel proper or or just about any major company it it does take a while you do have to be very very patient and uh just grind it out, you know. Keep improving and, and just just don't stop, you know. Which I know it's it's not for everyone. Like a lot of people have different situations. Again, yeah. I'm lucky that I was able to. to uh, there wasn't as much pressure on me to to like you know get a, a quote unquote real job or or something like that. This is a question we normally
3: ask you, Filipino talents who make it in the wrestling industry. So I, I guess applicable din sa sayo. How how hard is it or how daunting is it to be a Filipino and to try to break through in the comic industry?
1: You know, um, that's actually one of the things that, like I used to listen to called Cabana's podcast, right? And he'd, back then he'd have guys like Moxley, like Moxley or or, or Tyler Black. Like they they'd talk about their their experience. And, that, and that's one of the reasons why, or another reason why I, I, I'm into wrestling is that I could re- kind of relate to People trying to break into that industry, um, of course, drawing comic books is so far from from doing what professional wrestlers do, but it it's kind of structured the same way. Like you break, you you start small, like maybe like with I don't know backyard back, backyard federations, I guess, or and the same thing with, with comic books with smaller just individual clients, and then you 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 work for whatever for free or for for peanuts, and then you just keep going climbing scratching your way up there and you're trying to get to like the, uh, the indie level, like the ROH impact level. And then your main goal is to get to obviously for comics, everybody knows it's Marvel and DC, the, the big two with, with wrestling. It's well, I don't know what you'd call AEW, but for the longest time it was WCW and, and WWE, right? So they had a big two also. So yeah, I could always relate to that. And it's, it's very similar in, in, in that sense. Interesting uh, Interesting that you
3: point out those parallelisms tiba, between both industries. Yeah. I, I used to make those comparisons then in, my, in, in my primary field, which is radio. So I can totally relate with, uh, with what you're trying to say here. Let's transition right. to your, your love for wrestling, though. Because it, it's very rare that we find mga wrestling fans in other, in other lines of work. So let's, let's talk about the fandom. Where did it all begin for you? And who was the first wrestler that was your
1: favorite, Talaga. Okay, so let's see. So wrestling is there's actually a, like a a big overlap, I guess, between like obviously I'm more in more into the comic book world, of course, and and I see a lot of overlap in among the creators, among the fans, and I think it's mostly because of you know, but like they always make the comparison that wrestling is is like a soap opera, right? Yeah, and I always hear that, and and for the longest time, I just thought. Like they always say it, it's it's soap opera for men. So that's how I, I used to to think about it. But now it's like, oh, you know what? It it's soap opera because it's 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 over dramatic, you know, like there's there's a heightened sense of drama. You you like everything is enhanced, I guess. So I, I've always thought like that appeals to people who are also into comic books. Like for a lot of people who, who like comics, well, of course there are a lot of different types of comic books you have your you know like crime comic books like sin city or or horror comic books or comedy whatever but the the vast majority of of comic of people know comic of uh, comic books as like superhero medium right like even up to now with even if you have the movies and stuff like comic books for many people is superheroes and you know i mean obviously if if you have like a hulk hogan Colton's like a living superhero, right? Uh, Especially back then. And even now you you have like guys like Ricochet, you know, guys like, obviously like Neville when he was with the WWE. Even if tastes change, it's always like these people are superhuman and you have villains and you have the heels and the faces and all that. So that's, it's not, I don't think it's too much of a stretch. Like uh, um, if you're into one, you could easily cross over into the other and see like the parallels of, of this, uh, you know, with, with storylines and with, with all the twists and turns and stuff. And yeah, that, that's probably, a, a, that's how I, I, I got into, really involved into wrestling. It, it has this, a lot of the same concepts, I guess.
2: So now that we brought up wrestling and its parallels with comics, I was asking you this before we started the recording about the wrestling world in the comic book industry. Back in the day, I remember reading a lot of WCW comics. I don't know if you remember this, but they came out with like a limited run of like really hokey action comics where Bret Hart and Kevin Nash were superheroes that -hmm. came with action figures, right? And I remember that. And is this something that you are looking to get into now? Because as you mentioned, comic books in general and at large are just very open and not restricted to a specific genre. So is this something you want to get into, like wrestling, wrestling comic books, basically?
1: Yeah, I mean, all, the interesting thing is, for the longest time, I did not know that that was possible for me. For for a lot of people, like you were saying, you back then they did have WWE had comic books, right? And there are always times, like in the nineties, I think there was like a WCW comic book. Yes, yeah, that was
2: uh, what I was referring to. Yeah.
1: Right. And then and then in the 2000s, you had Chaos Comics. Uh, they, they used to produce WWE comic books. Right. But th- those are like... There, there's always like only... For the longest time, there's only like one comic book in the comic book. Oh, sorry, one wrestling comic book in the comic book industry, right? Right. So that goes to one guy. So uh, one guy's drawing that. And if that's not you, then tough luck. You have more important things to worry about than, than getting there. So I never even thought that was possible. I guess this goes into, a little bit into my, my own experiences with, with that. Boom, Boom is another comic book publisher. They're like, in the indie level again. They have a WWE comic, if I'm not mistaken, right? Exactly. Yes. They, they were, before they started with that, they, one of their editors contacted me about trying out for, for that comic book. Wow. This is like, 2016, 2015, I can't remember. So right away, like, I'm like, whoa, holy crap, like this is this this can happen. So I I did some some tryouts. Uh unfortunately I didn't I didn't get the job, which was you know, it was terrible. But but you know, at the start of that was like I was like, okay, so this might happen. You know, like I had the chance and, and and who knows what could happen in the future, right? So and at the same time, in both industries, things were happening that that made that made wrestling and comics more intertwined, I guess. And on the comic book side, you have the, the the rise of licensed comic books. Uh, that that that's always been a thing, but it, it's it's gotten stronger and stronger in recent years. Now you have like like uh, com- a lot of companies have comic books based on Dune or or like, uh, like you guys mentioned, Glow. So that's become more of a possibility compared to before. And then with with on the wrestling side, the 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 I don't know what you call it, the decentralization, I guess, of the wrestling industry with with companies like when Lucha Underground was a thing. Uh, I think they some of their talents produced their own comic books. No, I think Lucha uh,
3: Underground itself had a comic because I remember reading that it was like a tie-in to the actual show. There you go,
1: exactly. They they had their own comic books, and a lot of a lot of um, independent wrestlers they 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 get involved not not just not exactly not always like as in terms of of their own characters but in terms of like writing or or producing their own stories so there are a lot of wrestling related comic books out there right now not necessarily related to WWE or even AEW but but there's a lot out there so so, so yeah, uh, I've been fortunate to, to have been able to get involved in a few of those. And, and yeah, for, for a fan of, of both comics and wrestling, of course, it's like one of the, the best things ever, right? So Butch, the
3: way you talk about wrestling, it's very clear that you're not just a fan who watches WWE and you're able to casually drop promotions. And it shows us that you really know your stuff. Do you really closely follow other wrestling promotions? Before we get to that, though, let's tell you about our friends from Lazada. All
0: right. So, we're well after the holidays, but you know, online shopping doesn't stop. I mean, last year, online shopping uh, grew a lot in the Philippines. And that is, I think, at the end, we had so much shit to buy. And, well, we still have a lot of stuff to buy right now. So, if you still need to buy a lot of stuff or whatever you want, whatever you need online, you can do it via Lazada. We have an affiliate a link on Lazada. That's tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling That's one word. And all your uh, purchases on the site will go a long way in helping us keep the lights on and keeping us doing what we're doing here on the show. So again, uh, just click the link or enter it on your uh, enter it on your browser. That's tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling before you go check out, and we will get a small commission that will help us out. <laughs> What's up, boomers? This is USAPAN Retro.
3: Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia.
2: Hey, my name's Ron. Yo, we're boomers and we love to talk about video games and otaku culture, and we're from the Philippines. Catch us live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m., and the podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Catch you nerds there.
3: The way you talk about wrestling, halatang hindi ka lang WWE only in a fan. Because ba in in the fandom, we're like a spectrum. There's like one side na sobrang WWE only, but the way that you casually drop other promotions, it's like you really know your stuff. So, do you closely follow other non-WWE promotions?
1: Uh yeah. Uh I trying to I was trying to figure out <laughs> my 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 fandom, right? Uh, uh, thinking about what we were going to talk about today and I was like Huh, so I think like I'm not, I don't watch as many shows as I used to, like in terms of uh, the actual wrestling shows. Yeah, because life happens. Uh, life happens. Yeah, and, and, and as, a, as a guy who's, who's like for the longest time, it was just WWE for, for especially for us Filipinos, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, WCW, but that went away. So, you know, you, you kind of get, get sick of it and you, you're like, oh, and then there's like this shiny thing over here, like ROH, oh. Uh, uh, just like uh, 10 years ago, right? I, uh, oh, who's this guy? And it's like, oh, Brian Danielson. And look at the crowds. They're so small, but they're so loud. This is so interesting. And, and then you go and you go like search on the internet, oh, oh, you know, like look for interviews and oh, this guy went to Japan and whatever. So it, it just in terms of being, I don't know, geeky, I guess, if, if that's the term, like you want to dive deeper always. So you, you see like the w w e that's the first thing you see when you were as a wrestling fan, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's cool uh uh they're they're the best they they it's all well produced and and they're all they they don't they don't make as many mistakes i guess, but then you go to to something more raw, you're like, "Oh, look at this Lucha underground stuff this is like the characters here are interesting like they don't speak english, but you know <laughs> the, the 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 wrestling is more more." intense like they 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 do high risk and stuff uh so I guess that's it like it it's just being being kind of a geek about just about anything and, and 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 the cool thing is now as a fan of wrestling you have that like you and and because of the internet and all that you can go as deep as you want so for me personally like like I said I don't watch too many full shows anymore but at the same time like oh I can listen to Jericho's podcast I can watch. BTE or 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 I can read the WWE comic book. So there's a lot of ways to express your, your fandom, I guess.
3: Speaking of expressing your fandom, I'm looking through your portfolio right now and I love the pinups. Like I think the AEW pinup is probably my favorite from uh the ones that are on your website. So how often do you get to to dabble in wrestling-related
1: art? Yeah, and uh, not as much as I'd want, uh for sure. Just in general, I'm and um, they're, you know, they're different kinds of artists. Some artists really like to sketch and 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 be, uh, be fans. I guess uh, I'm not that that kind of uh, of artist. So unfortunately, I don't get to draw as much of what I want as much as I want. I guess. So I had free time. When was it? AAW was like 2017, maybe right? The the first episodes. No, uh, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> 20, but, oh wow
0: uh, yeah, it felt like forever.
1: <laughs> I know. There you go. So b- right before the launch of that, they they I don't know who the parent company is, but they were doing a lot of they were to hype up the the, the start of Dynamite. They were doing a lot of um, pinups from DC artists. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. Like there was like a Kenyo Omega one, a, a, well so like a Hangman one, whatever. So I vaguely being, remember. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I remember. And,
1: yeah. And I'm like. I can do that like I can I I can blow these guys away. I'll, I'll do every character. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm not every wrestler I guess, every performer on 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 the the for the for dynamite. So before that they had the the pay-per-view specials I guess. So I could look through the roster I'm like I put every single one of you guys in this drawing. Uh so that took like a week I guess cuz I decided to color that and do everything as well. Uh, and then I remember when the uh, when the first episode came out that's when i think hager hager debuted in on the first ep, first episode of dynamite yeah,
0: yeah yes
1: and and uh lax so th- those were the last three guys that i added on so if you look for them they're in kind of in, in awkward places in that pin-up so i was like oh, i gotta i gotta put these guys in they're part of the part of the launch i guess
3: Wait, I ko because I was actually
0: looking for Hager and, the, and Santana and Ortiz. <laughs> Santana Ortiz are
1: really just small heads. Really tiny like, where can I put them in? Really tiny lips
0: on the art. Yeah, and and looking, at,
1: looking back at that, I'm like, that particular piece, I'm like, wow, some of these guys, like they left already. And even though they were, they were part of the, that was only a year or two ago, like b press yeah. not there anymore. I'm like, oh, she's, she's not. <laughs> okay. And just a lot of shifting with with, with talent. These days, which is which is which is terrific. Right, but the core is still here. The core of the art is still here. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> I have to put Cody in the middle. He's not going anywhere. The box.
3: <laughs> yeah, and Cikeni, obviously, it's not going anywhere either. So yeah, yeah right. you, you pretty much have the core there. So, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your commissions, though, wh- what are the types of commissions you've done that are wrestling-related, and what's the biggest platform in which your wrestling
1: fandom has bled into your work? right so i have some what's this I, okay so i have one of my clients he is he i think he produces merchandise for well i will, I will not be, I remember the name the one of the the wrestling promotions in australia i guess and he i think he he's partners with one of the wrestlers over there concrete davidson is his name so he he we used to work doing other things. And then he started, he's like, oh, you're a wrestling fan. Um, could you do me like a, a pinup for of all, of all these wrestlers? And it's guys that, honestly, I even being somewhat of a, a not like a hardcore wrestling fan, guys that I didn't, I didn't know. But you know, he sent me references. I'm like, oh, cool. I guess the, the biggest one there is, is Robbie Eagles, who I, I think mm. I, you guys interviewed or you talked yep. to before.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this was even before he debuted in New Japan. Uh, so I remember when, when he debuted in, in New Japan, I was like, oh, that guy, I drew him once, right? So that, that was cool. And he's like, could you draw me a, a Jimmy Havoc? I'm like, okay. So I researched Jimmy Havoc. And again, with AEW, uh, when Jimmy Havoc comes out, I'm like, I, I like that guy. Like he, I, I, I feel like some sort of connection to him because I drew him. Like, he doesn't know who I am, but I drew him. And it it turns out he's uh, kind of a, a douche, but but still, so uh, he's not with them anymore. But still, like whenever I see Jim Avok, I'm, I'm like, eh, you're cool, man. I I, I like you.
3: <laughs> I guess in a way, parang grun din with us on the podcast. Oh yeah, we got to interview this person or that person, so. Um, yeah, like like Robbie Eagles or Thunder Rosa or Jeff Cobb, these wrestlers who uh, we, yeah. we've interacted with because of our work on the podcast, we have this connection to them, even though to them we're you know little blips on their tapestry of a career. So I I kind of get where you're coming from when when you say that.
1: No, that's really cool though. That's really cool. Like uh, uh, his, Jeff Cobb isn't doesn't have Filipino blood, does he? He, he does. Is. He's actually... he is
0: very Filipino. <laughs> his, oh. So his also, Filipino side is from Cebu. Yeah.
1: Wow, okay. All right. I thought he was like He's... Hawaiian or something. <laughs> He's
3: based, uh, He he was based in Guam, ba? Right? So like he competed for Guam in the, yeah. Olympics. And the Olympics. okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh he he is he is proudly Pinoy. Uh when he performed here in the Philippines in October 2019, he even said yeah. "Tara in the ring like one of the first sequences. Oh, shit. <laughs> that that drew a big pop from the crowd.
1: I mean, yeah, and I'm, I'm was there like I I thought there would be like dead silence. like nobody would want to mess with <laughs> with someone like that. Have you ever had
3: the chance to to design merch, as in y- yung talagang appear sa T-shirts on pro wrestling tees? Have you Have you ever uh, done that type of work?
1: I'm trying to think, you know what? No. uh Well, yeah. Uh, the, again, the stuff I did for for the Australian promotion, I think that that they, those turned into T-shirts and. And uh, I did a comic book for them, and from what I gather, they'd sell those those things at I guess posters too. Of course, they'd sell those uh, uh, after the shows over there. But but in terms of pro wrestling, not yet. I, I always think about that. Like, what if I contact some wrestler? Obviously, like I, I, I'm I'm not a big name in, in comics, but maybe like I can contact some guy who's coming up on his way on his way up, and then maybe we could partner up. But I've just never been able to to get into that but but that's something i I'd, I'd definitely be interested in uh if it ever happened
3: It's funny that you say that. uh like I don't know how I can make that happen uh but you'd be surprised because one of our friends uh, friends of the podcast and uh, a former guest his name is chino andin he's also a local artist and he just hit up. Wrestlers like Shayna Baszler and Jessica wow. Duke, Jessica Havoc, right. Timothy Thatcher, Killer Kelly, and he started just sending them his his work of them, and then they ended up becoming clients, repeat it's clients awesome. even. Right. So yeah, uh, I mean to see one Filipino artist do that, kaya siguro na sa parang you know with that being a possibility but we live in a world where we can be here in the Philippines stuck on freaking lockdown, and you can be <laughs> making art for you know these wrestlers internationally.
1: Right. No, that, 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 that's awesome. Uh, more power to him. Uh, and I'm sure he, I mean, obviously, if, if he's gotten so many clients and he's, he's like a really good artist in his own right. So that, that's, that's pretty cool. In, in terms of your art, what's your
3: dream work na wrestling related? Because, yeah, you know, you've done a lot on your, on your portfolio. That, that's way more than I, I was expecting to find. But if there was a, a dream project na wrestling related, what would that be and which brands would you want to be involved with?
1: Yeah, I guess it's still. I mean, I don't. I don't watch it as much as like other companies, but it's still. It's got to be WWE, right? Especially since, uh, like I said, like I got close before. They still have a lot of of talents that I like. Like you know, like if I, I got, if I ever got like one guy. So I'll, I, I'll, obviously, I was monitoring the comic, even though I couldn't. I could never read the WWE comic because it was just too. It was too painful. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd monitor it, like I'd, I'd keep an eye out on it. And then, like there was like an issue with Kevin Steen and and Sami Zayn, and I love Kevin Steen and Sami Zayn, and it was about their rivalry. And I was like, oh my god, if I drew that, and and of course the guy who drew it is is so good too. He's 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 like a a legit wrestling fan as well. Like I've actually gotten to know <laughs> I, I've actually gotten to know the guy who who beat me for the job, and of course he's a cool guy, so I can't really hate on him too much. And a great artist, so. But but yeah, like when I see something like that, like like a, a comic with 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 a performer that I like, and a lot of them are still with WWE, so yeah, like a, a WWE comic book would be would be like the holy grail for me, I guess. We talked
3: about our age just right before we hit record, so I'm, I'm not hindi again, lalaglagin, like I'm just gonna say that <laughs> you're in your, you're in your late thirties. So you've seen a lot throughout your time as a wrestling fan. But, you know, to get to this point of having watched wrestling for all this time, what's kept you around this long? Why do you still love it?
1: I think, uh, honestly, it's... One, well, one thing is, like I said, I never... I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of wrestling as much as I used to. So I think that's one of the things where I know some people who are really into wrestling. They get, they get, you know, they get burned out, like with any hobby, right? You you, 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 you you go too deep into it and then you burn out and maybe you come back in a few years maybe you don't with me like uh, I've never been too too into wrestling in, in that sense like in terms of the number of hours I spend on it like i i like like now all I do is watch clips i watch uh, you know like a, like a, uh, uh gif or I watch highlights on on youtube I read articles whatever but i'm always doing other things as well so so that's kept the 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 fandom um it's like a slow burn you know like it doesn't go out but it it it's, it's never too intense if, uh, if i can get a little too uh, dramatic myself so it's it's always uh, and there's always like something new like i said like back in the day when 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 you're young you like it for the performance right like these are characters it's it's real and then later on it's like uh the, the, the characters are scripted but the matches are real so i, I like i like these, these performers and then when when kayfabe uh broke down a bit they're like okay so now now we're getting interviews you know where we find out more about what what's going on uh behind the scenes like who the hell is bruce pritchard like brother love <laughs> is like the the producer of the show like and and going up to going now uh, going up to now like you, you see the performers more uh it's it's not just you know you know, their their real names or who they who they were before in the Indies. Like they perform, quote unquote perform as themselves. Like if you see like the Dark Order you know, on BTE, those are characters, but those aren't necessarily necessarily the same characters on on Dynamite, right? So you, you get more invested with with the actual the the actual talent and and, and they all have podcasts and you listen to a podcast and you get to know their their personalities. Yes, that's why I was uh, tweeting out when 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 the news hit about Brody Lee. Like it, it, it was a little different because I know I kind of know Brody Bro. Uh, I guess John Huber, the the performer. I know a little bit about him behind the scenes because I saw him play video games on Up Up Down Down. You know, like I I know the real <laughs> the real him. I, I, so when when with his passing, it's like oh, the, the the guy, the guy is gone, not just Luke Harper, you know?
2: Yeah. Right, so let's backtrack a bit back to your comic uh, roots, I should say. Uh, we've talked about how you're involved with Marvel, with Marvel and IDW and all these international brands, but in the Philippines, we also have a sort of burgeoning comic book scene. So is that something you're looking to get involved with as well?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I, I actually, well, I don't know. I got involved with. Obviously, that's something I want. I've uh, wanted to do for like forever, right? I I dabble, I guess. Same thing with wrestling. I, uh, you know, it, it's it's not. You have to move move stuff around. So I remember in like 2009, I produced a. I, I drew. A, I, I wrote and drew a, a my own little. We call them ash cans, like little, you know, the 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 risograph. Comic books, right? That are right. printed out and you staple them, and, right. and it's very DIY. You print them in, in. It's like a whatever. it's like a type
2: of thing, right? Like a, yeah, yeah. It's
1: very very uh, do it yourself. So I did right. that in I don't know, like God, ten years ago, and then like five years ago, I got involved with uh, this with Studio Salimbal, who's uh, and and I I drew like a superhero comic book starring people from Manila and Cebu and whatever and uh the, the the writer of that uh Paulo he's is actually a big wrestling fan too uh we wow. never yeah. did like a, anything wrestling related but he was one of the guys who got me into new japan actually i remember he was like you know you should check out uh, this guy naito he's like a cool character and like <laughs> I'm like okay sure and i saw you know that that so it it all like leads towards other things you know like when when whenever it's like a geeky thing <laughs>
3: Butch, I want to ask about the local comic industry, especially at a time like this, na may pandemic So, what were the specific effects on the comic industry because of the pandemic? We'll get to, uh, we'll get to your insights in a bit. But first, let's tell you about our friends over at Shopee.
2: Shopee has uh, over a million there. It's an exaggeration. <laughs> they have a lot. They have a lot of deals on there. I don't really know the exact number, but what I do know is that the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast has you has your back. When it comes to all the amazing deals as well as a referral code for all of us on this side of the world. So if you want to help us out and if you want to get in on all those deals, you can do so by accessing Shopee. That's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Just type that into your browser. It'll lead you to the Shopee affiliate page. And for every successful checkout, we get a little something-something on the side to help keep the lights on here on the Resting Resting Podcast.
0: Hi, this is Rika. Hi, this is JC. <laughs> so you like listening to podcasts?
2: Try listening to ours. It's called The Halala Hala Show.
0: Yeah, we talk about X, Y, and Z. It's... Called Our Lives. Yeah. Also, the trending topics. We talk about what's going on in the world and we'll read some of your fan mail if you send it to us. Ooh, fan mail. I never thought that we would have fan mail. Yeah. But we're here with two. Yes, <laughs> and it's available wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts, to any of your Podcast Network Asia shows as well. So after listening to this one, why don't you give us a try?
1: Please, go listen to our
3: show, okay? Slurp on. Slurbers. <laughs> At the risk of sounding like someone who doesn't know anything, I want to ask about the local comic industry oh. in the time of the pandemic. Like, siempre given that all industries were affected by COVID, but what were the specific, I guess, effects on the comic industry as a result of the pandemic?
1: Well, the big thing for, for the Philippines, I guess the biggest effect is that there are no, obviously there are no conventions. We don't have, we can't have any big gatherings, of course. And a lot of of the people who produce indie comic books here, they make their sales at the big comic cons, so comic conventions that happen like once or twice or a few times a year. Right. So we don't have those. So I guess a lot of people had to, I don't know, they couldn't, they had to find alternative ways of making money. And uh, in, in, in terms of the US or, yeah, the US, I, uh, it's the same thing. They had no conventions and all of all of the comic books made in the us they're all distributed by one company and that company shut down for a few months so that pretty much shut down comics for a few months oh. so yeah and again everybody had to find like alternative ways to 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 you know to earn money and it's a good thing because it's a good thing that there are things now like Kickstarter so these people uh, a lot of independent comic book creators they, they move to Kickstarter and you know they just package their own comics they, they, they just skip the, the they skip the comic shop they skip the distributor you know, they can just engage directly with their audience and you know just mail out the comic books or produce digital comics which is also a thing now so we, it's it's very in that sense it, it's the comic book industry is lucky that they could the the technology is in place that you have alternatives to the traditional forms of, of um, distribution, I guess.
3: Right. We're getting down to our last few questions here. Uh, and I want to ask how, if you're a budding artist here in the Philippines, and if you want to get into the field, what does the landscape look like right now? So, with the lens of the pandemic, without it, like but for this generation in 2021, how does a budding Filipino artist make it in
1: this industry? Ooh, for comic books, it's, it's easy... And it's hard in the sense that it's easy because you literally you just need, well, obviously you need to, you obviously always need to keep drawing and keep improving. Uh, that goes without saying, right? But the, the cool thing about comic books is with, with, with the internet and with, yeah, with the internet, you just have to, it's so easy to show your work to people in other countries. Uh, like you go to, it's easy to find like a lot of comic book companies they literally have their submission guidelines on their website so once you have the skills the storytelling you just need storytelling you need drawing those two things storytelling drawing once you get those send them your work if you're good then they'll get back to you if you're not keep trying you know or or and that's it it's so easy the problem is because it's easy everyone can do it so you're competing against some guys from brazil guys from Mm. europe guys from wherever so there's a lot of competition right now if you want to get into comic books you have to have a lot of patience and maybe like don't expect you're gonna be drawing spider-man or wolverine right away like (laughs) you and you you might have to be drawing you know uh, characters from some client or or If there's also like stuff like webtoons, you know, like, like web comics, that's also another thing, another avenue that we have nowadays, another way to, to, to break into the industry, I think it's, it's, it's hard, but a lot of people do it, you know, so why can't you, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you
3: mentioned Kanina. now you felt like you were one of the luckier ones because you never had to have the pressure of getting another job to support yourself and you know just really focus on your comics but was there ever any resistance from your parents when you decided to you know turn pro as a as an artist and really pursue this full time and as a two-parter what was their reaction when they found out that you're a legit Marvel artist now
1: Okay so not not a lot of... There was some pressure. That's why I didn't study fine arts. <laughs> That's why I didn't... <laughs> online, no. online. So it was like, you got to get a degree. I'm like, okay. But at the same time, even back then when I was researching, even uh, from magazines and stuff and whatever articles were online, it, it was like, you don't need an education to get into comic books. So I'm like, so I always had like a plan, you know, like, okay, I got to get my degree and then I need to by like by a scanner you know by 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 the tools, and then you you as long as you have a plan, you can follow your dream i think or or i, I don't know i don't want to dissuade anyone, but it's better to follow your dream if you have a plan right so that's probably the thi- the 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 thing that everyone should keep in mind and in terms of the the avengers thing well obviously it's it's a weird thing because a lot of people who who aren't into as much into the your 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 career journey or whatever, they're just into comic books or not even into comic books. They just assume that if you say you you, you draw, you're a professional comic book artist, that you work for Marvel or DC. <laughs> so, so you know, I'd introduce myself uh, and to somebody who who's like a casual fan, I guess they'd be like, oh, okay, who do you draw, X Men? <laughs> you draw a Fantastic Four? Like no <laughs> But at least like, you can say
0: you you can you draw Avengers now. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, uh now I can say that, but back then <laughs> uh they'd they'd assume. So so meaning like when I'd say I I draw Avengers now, they'd be like, Oh, I thought you've always been doing that.
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> ah, like,
1: right, no, right. It's kind of a lifelong dream that I had to work for for, for ten years, twenty years, whatever. So yeah, that's that's the annoying thing i'm browsing through your
2: instagram here looking at your work and i saw something about the superhero mega anthology too it's a it's a giveaway that you and other artists are doing if i'm not mistaken can you tell us more about it and why you're you a guy in your with your tenure in your position is just giving away free comic book art to the public oh well nah
1: it was somebody a approached me about that the the person in charge of the it's like an online anthology so it's not not a physical book right. uh, so she was like oh, we're doing this thing where you know um, if you have any old material you can send it and then we're doing giveaways so if you have any anything that you can give away you know if you're if you're interested like it, it's it's not for profit or anything like that it's right. just to spread you know like the you know during this hard time so spread like some free giveaways for people who are interested in in superheroes or or uh, speculative speculative fiction. Uh, so I'm like, okay. So I looked at my stuff and I'm like, okay, I can send her this, uh, give away that. And and uh, apparently it was a success. I wasn't really focused on it as much as I could have been. I didn't promote it as much as well as I could have, but it was nice because she, at least she could say, Oh, we have a Marvel artist participating so it, it I, I, I hope that it, it could drum up some interest in, in, in the giveaway or it helped with promoting it at least As a last
3: question I want to go back to wrestling because this is how we got talking our shared fandom and our shared love for this soap opera for men as you put it earlier What keeps you watching or who keeps you watching you know, in this I think current who, era?
0: who is a better question yet
3: yeah, see, see, who who keeps you watching? Then, who do you keep your Wait, eyes on?
1: Okay, so my, so as a, I guess as a creative, I guess my my big thing now for what I like in in coming in wrestling is like story, right? Story arcs, and of course there are a lot of great story arcs within in in terms of the the front of the camera, like uh, you know, the, like for example DIY, like that that whole story. It was like. Well, like a year or two years of 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 just perfect storytelling with these two characters and what they went through together and the part and you know, whatever. But the 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 biggest, the most interesting thing right now for me is the meta story arc of so big right now, it's hard to like with, with Jericho and the Bucks and Kenny and like those guys when with like in, in in their own ways, they all broke away from the norm, right? And that they bet on themselves with their own like podcast, their own like Cody leaving WWE, uh, the Bucks with not going to WWE. And then you have this whole thing with with uh, AEW of course, not just New Japan, but AEW and and Jericho getting, getting, um, uh, what's his name, Don Callis involved with Impact. And now Don Callis is working with Kenny, like this big thing, like behind the scenes, like it's this whole interesting multi-year uh story of their lives and it's it's so interesting to watch and none of that oh no actually now it's bleeding into 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 the show itself right yeah uh but across AEW and impact yeah exactly and and even with ibushi right before like with with the golden lovers and stuff and ibushi's in the in charge of NG, njpw the champ and what's gonna happen with that like maybe there's you know whatever like it's so interesting and very and very little of it is WWE, right? Uh, that that's that's the coolest part of it. Like, so there's like wrestling is so much more than than just what Vince McMahon wants it to be, right? Like we like uh, fans and and, and the performers. There's so much more that they can do creatively uh, uh, to express themselves and to be successful. So that's that's uh, that's probably the my biggest. Bit of fandom, like how I interact with pro wrestling right now. It's it's as a fan, as someone who who likes storytelling, as someone who who enjoys like uh, people uh, being successful in their own terms. So that that's probably it. Sorry for for blabbing on that. No, 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 no. it's good. <laughs> it's it's yeah. fascinating, right? Like it's so yeah. interesting.
3: Sobra sobra and i guess for, for us fans over the age of like 18 didn't and that we look at the meta of it all which is exactly what you described about right? how um how life imitates art or how art imitates life in some cases so yeah totally understand where you're coming from
1: okay um, um before we go i just want to ask quickly um, to you guys cuz my I, um with with whatever bit of my fandom with nba with the nba or wrestling or comic books I, I'm always a fan of duos for some reason I don't know what that says about me but of course in wrestling that means I really really like tag teams so I was wondering uh, who you, your guys favorite tag teams are right now or maybe of all time like uh, if you can
0: if you can share uh, uh, that with us I, I want to take it because I've been I was, I was just watching this week's Dynamite Earlier today, and I really, really love it when I watch uh, the Jurassic Mm. Express uh, do their thing on TV. So I used to just love Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, but okay, all three of them now are pretty (laughs) awesome. They deserve their spot on Dynamite, (laughs) and I can't wait for the day they become the uh, AEW Tag Team Champions because I think they're uh, right now no bar, no cap. Uh, I think they're they're the best team in the division. So. Looking forward wow. to what they can do in the okay. ceiling.
2: All right. Uh, I have it on my shirt, so I'm going to stick with them. This is actually a revival <laughs> shirt from back in the day, one of their first NXT shirts. And the reason I bought it was because I actually saw them live in a right. small house show when I was in the U.S. And S- Scott Dawson, Dax Harwood, is just one of the most captivating wrestlers uh, you see in, in a ring. He's very charismatic. He knows what he's doing in there, and he interacts with the audience as the match progresses. I remember one specific moment where somebody was heckling him, and he heckled the guy back. So, um, audience <laughs> member. it was just so crazy that a wrestler actually responds to that kind of in the same way uh, stand-up comic would uh, when they riff. Right? So, it's it's amazing mm, right, right. It's amazing for me to see to see that happen. In- so I've always been a fan of the revival since that very first house show that I saw them in. Other tag teams, maybe let's go old school. I like the Beverly Brothers. You guys remember the Beverly Brothers? They're a niche tag teams. I team do not know who they are. <laughs> from the 90s. Somewhere, I only like them because of their finishing move, which almost killed the guy. That's the only reason. Shit. Uh, Shaker Heights Spike,
0: Google it, kids. I remember. I uh, think I think Alan wrote about this.
2: Yeah, so it's 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 incredibly it's incredibly unsafe,
0: but it's also
2: it's also the very epitome of what 90s wrestling is. As in, sakit talaga yung sakit, you know? and- <laughs> <they're>
3: <laughs> Favorite kasi almost <laughs> killed the guy.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just it's just so it's so perplexing to me how they were able to get away with it. It's just, true. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm so
3: you yeah. for me from I guess this generation it's DIY. I love Gargano and Champion. Yeah. Like yeah. the two of them. I really yeah, love man. them individually, love them apart. But in tag team nabuparen is probably Miz and Morrison. So oh, I, I love how annoying they are. And I have a very <laughs> soft spot for John Morrison because he went on Survivor. And I love Survivor. I've I've seen all 40 seasons and I've met nice. John Morrison twice. I have nice. an autographed Survivor buff of John Morrison, so I'm <laughs> a huge fan of Jomo. So, yeah, um, I, I love the work that they do. I love them. So, yeah.
1: right. Thank you. Thank you for, for coming on the show. And <laughs> How about you, Butch.
3: Hold on, oh, Butch. How about you? Who are your favorite tag teams? Oh
1: man, this is the worst. Uh, ever. Nobody, nobody. No, very few fans. Forgive me for saying that. It's uh, the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> it's fine. They no not... problem. Yeah, no. They weren't bad. I like yeah, them bad. as attacking yeah exactly there, there you go thank you like but i what i like about them is that they're so unique individually but at the same time like they're so different like one guy is the the, the the he's got the look and he's got the athleticism the other guy doesn't have the look he has he has the mic skills and the charisma so it, and you know they complement each other perfectly i guess uh but at the same time i like that they have matching gear sometimes like, they have it's completely different but they have the same colors and I don't know like they, they, they're a tag team and they make sense but at the same time they're not like uh, it took me until this year to figure out which one was Jimmy Uso you know like uh, no <laughs> hey you're not alone you're not hey, alone yeah, yeah. and we actually do this every week you're not alone <laughs> thank you oh, thank you so much uh, but, but with the outlaws like right away oh this guy and, and there's this guy so those are it's it's the, and then as, as I um, mature, as I mature as a fan, like I see what um, like guys like Jericho were hinting at, like they're really good in the ring, not necessarily in the work rate sense, like you, you see like an AJ Styles or like a, a whoever, like a um, Seth Rollins, like that that kind of work rate, but as like bump and feed guys. Uh, when When I watched their matches from twenty fifteen twenty fourteen on their last run, and then going back to when during their heyday like they they're they're always like in the perfect spot you know like when, when they take the big moves from the rock or you know the bigger stars they 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 always get get to the next spot and and i don't know like that's something that I never appreciated uh back then like all i see all I saw back then was you know the 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 catchphrases and and the crotch chops but now uh you know you see you, there's a different level of uh appreciation for for their um wrestling skills that's why i like them
0: that's an entirely different discussion there yeah. <laughs> on how yeah. they work right. yeah uh we, we
3: can we can probably do another episode on that you know like i don't know how much longer we'll be stuck at home and you know, however long that'll be, to probably just give us more opportunities to get together and just have conversations like this. Yeah, In the man. meantime, though, Butch, if our listeners want to check out your work, where can they find your portfolio and uh, and and the other stuff you're working on?
1: Right, uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter. That's where I'm most um dal, I guess. Uh, uh, at Jeez. I think it's Butch Mappa, one word, or be or Butch Mappa. Instagram is the same thing. Uh, Butch Map or T I B I don't know uh, T double E. Uh, that's that's probably the, the best way to to see my my work.
3: All right, uh, Butch Mapa. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Really appreciate you representing Filipinos on the global stage with uh, with your work with Marvel. And you know, um, more power to you. We can't wait to see what other heights you'll be able to conquer as you carry the Filipino flag.
1: Yeah, uh, this was so much fun, guys, uh, you know, from, from, from one wrestling geek to, to other wrestling geeks just talking to you guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm right now I'm going through your, your backlog. Uh, you have like 400, almost 400 episodes. Is there a <laughs> <Yeah. for that>? lot <laughs> yes. to go back through? But uh, I will say uh, I don't, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but not to too many um, wrestling related podcasts these days uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but uh, the wrestling wrestling podcast is, I don't know your your flow I guess or your dive, whatever your uh, the balance you guys have um, in terms of the, the reviews and your opinions and and your 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 vibe it it's it's perfect it's, I, I I I love listening to your your new episodes and I am going to slowly. Uh, dig my way back through your archives so thank well, you don't family. go too back <laughs> don't thank go too you. far back
2: the last year two
0: years two, <laughs> the one or two years. years I wouldn't want <laughs> you to go all the way back say i na kaya thanks Butch thanks man thanks Butch Thanks
3: again to Butch Mappa for joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. If you want to check out his stuff, a lot of it is on Twitter, actually. It's at Butch Mappa, So check him out over there. Now, before we get out of here, we got to let you know about some other deals you can get just because you're a listener of the Wrestling
0: Wrestling Podcast, just like this one from our friends from Mr. Speedy. Alright, if you need to send something something small, something uh, easily handled all around Metro Manila and uh, participating places, we have a Mr. Speedy code. That is Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. You can use it for your very first Mr. Speedy delivery. It gives you 50 pesos off on that delivery. So imagine that. Uh, imagine the amount you need to pay for deliveries and get 50 pesos off of that. That is a huge, huge bonus. So get on it if you need to send something right now. Again, the code is
3: Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy Alright boys uh, Let's get to quick plugs Before we get out of here Of course, you've got The weekly live stream Of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast We are on Kumu Please follow us at Wrestling Wrestling Pod Or on Facebook.com Wrestling Wrestling Podcast We go on Thursdays At 7pm That's right After the uh, back-to-back ng Dynamite and NXT We try to marathon those On Thursdays for you guys And we really have a lot of fun Doing that just the same we also have the Patreon, which you can sign up for as low as 250 pesos. It's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You get so much just because you're a patron of the show. Like you get the official wrestling wrestling podcast masks. face mask. handy in this time. You also get to be part of our viewing parties. And we're having one for the Royal Rumble. February 1, Monday, Manila time. We've got that covered for you. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, Jake Cuenca is joining us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast episode to review the Royal Rumble. That's on February 4, Thursday, 7 p.m., live on Kumu and on Facebook. Uh, all right, Chino, what's going on as a Class Clown?
2: Class Clown this week is all about retro. Anything. So we talk about toys, we talk about video games, we talk about ukais and finding these little gems in as far as Baguio and in Indonesia. And joining me to talk about all things 80s to 90s toys and games, we have Angelo Mendez from USAP and Retro. We have Mikoy Castilla, who is a stand up comedian and a very avid toy collector. And of course, we have GB Labrador, a cool pal and a very, very uh, experienced toy collector in his own right. So that's coming out this week. It's the second to the last episode of Class Clown. So I do hope you tune in. Until season one. We push season through. one for season number one may yeah, season yeah. two pa guys relax kapahingan <laughs> sabi ako, mo second, uh, to last, maka, yeah. second, second to the last second to the last episode of season one huwag <laughs> kayo ma-excite <laughs> masyado may iba pa pang episodes makakala niya, tapos na eh. may excite kayo masyado eh. okay.
0: alright bro how about you uh, no, so I won't be plugging Twitch right now since I don't know when I'll be doing a stream next. So I'm going to plug SmartHenry.com. Still going strong into the new year. Uh, still got people reviewing uh, Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. Uh, Stan still doing his Team th- uh, Song Tuesday uh, columns, especially now that the WWE is releasing uh, their new songs as of late. So a lot of content every Almost every day uh, uh, Never more content So please, please do read SmartHenry.com It is the Filipino wrestling fan's voice On the internet
2: Stand, pa you want request a theme song Yeah, Tuesday you should get a Jungle him to write Boy more. song I just want Jungle Boy yeah, song Yeah, do it, do it. Do it. Uh, Yeah, it sure
0: Yeah, I'll do it It's technically yeah. a theme song now
3: Yeah, and by the time that this is out I'll probably have written about it So yeah, that's a great idea, Chino uh, over on uh, my other podcast On Deck You can check out The previous episode Featuring Rika Garcia Our podcast On the Halo Halo Show And of course One of the hosts Of the Morning Rush on Rx And uh, the next episode Of On Deck Features Chris Chupair The other half Of that iconic Balahurat At Palasubas duo Over at Love Radio So check that out It's called On Deck And you can find it On Spotify And wherever else You get your podcast fix Big shout out going out to Babyface Producers Nikai and Sola for putting all these episodes together As well as the rest of the PNA fam for helping us have a platform to keep telling these stories on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast And thank you, uh, thanks to you and all the patrons and all the listeners and all the viewers of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Wherever you can find us, we'll catch you again on the next episode Most probably on the Kumu live stream. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, keep those masks on, and wash your hands on behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Dan C and we are out of here.
0: Peace.